0: yeah light up like the fourth of july just light up so literally every time daenerys gets on the back of that dragon when she wants to kill a specific person when she's doing her executions dracarys that's dothraki for light up set on fire so when she said that i mean you think about who i do not know what that girl's name is missand michonne no that's walking dead what's this girl we're gonna call her mimi I cannot think of baby girl's name. Y'all know who I'm talking about. That is literally her everything. I mean, yeah, technically she's uh, Daenerys' handmaid, right? It's kind of like her personal assistant. Okay, received. But at the same time, that girl is her confidant, her best friend. She don't have no siblings in the world. Daenerys don't got no other family in the world. That girl, well, she do have a a nephew that she (laughs) is boning (laughs) Every time I just think about that, now that is just, she, she fucked her nephew. Oh, hilarious, hilarious, hilarious. Anyway, back to Daenerys. That is a everything in the world, right? That's your bodyguard's boo thing. You think about Grey Worm. This is, super, super, this is a super duper side note. Think about Grey Worm. Grey Worm ain't got, Grey Worm is the unsullied gray worm don't got nothing going on down south catch catch what i'm saying he ain't got no and she loved him anyway he know he ain't gonna never find no other bitch to be down with him like that and that's why he heartbroken he like you took my only chance for love away <laughs> she asked her and just think your enemy the one person in this world that you can't ooh, you just hate everything about them. The, the smell, the sound of their voice just makes your asshole leak. Just think about that one person that you just sacrificed everything for one just to get two. Not only did you do that, but you did a whole battle before you got here to save not even just you, your people, the people that you care about, the kingdom that you're trying to fight for. But her. when you helped to kill the white workers, they was coming after her next. You saved her ass and you mean it. your brother killed my daddy. And you gonna chop off my best friend's head oh ho, ho, ho. and her last words your last best friend's words to you is dracarys aka like they ass up yeah at that moment gray worm and daenerys both their mouths was broken baby they was just gone after that whatever edge that daenerys had been dancing on all that time because she'd been dancing on them edges She's been dancing on them edges. You've been seeing her get more and more paranoid as the season has been going on. To, it's not even about freeing, you know, having women in power and breaking the wheel and all this other shit. It's just, I'm supposed to sit on that throne. However the fuck I got to get to that throne, I'm going to sit on that throne. That whole conversation that she has with Tyrion, yo, that was like some, that was deep. That whole conversation that she had with Tyrion. Tyrion told her like, yo... You gots to calm down, yeah. Calm down. You you doing way too much out in these streets. I'm trying to tell you. You was on the good, but don't. Keep your eyes on the prize, but look at everybody around you, too. They watching you, baby. They watching you. They watching what you're doing. You're not going to break the wheel being like everybody else. Be different than your daddy. She heard it, but she wasn't listening. She wasn't listening. It it was, she didn't hear it in her heart like she heard it in her ears. Mm, that's what happened. That's what happened. She only had it in her brain. And again, when they chopped off old Mimi's head, that brain broke, baby. That was it. It was a rap on Cersei. It was a rap. Oh, yeah, when Danny showed up. When Danny showed up, damn them bells. Just think about it. Just think about Danny. Like Danny just went cray. Think about Danny. He told Tyrion told her, John, and Grey Worm, listen, listen. You ain't got to burn up everybody. Stop stop acting crazy. Listen, do whatever you want to do with Cersei. But listen to me, baby. All them people down there, all them men, women, children, old folks, them people didn't do nothing to you. I mean, even the soldiers. Yeah, I mean, kill them because they fighting the war. Okay. But hell, they ain't got no loyalty to her. They ain't got no, they don't care nothing about my sister. Yo, if you kill her, everybody will fall. And you ain't got to do Listen, if they surrender, just take her peacefully. Break the wheel. Do whatever it is that you're trying to do. Rule with a different, you know, whatever sit on the iron throne be live your best life girl she was sitting there waiting too and i was like oh lord danny about to go crazy because she not gonna hear them bells because see jamie was supposed to get cersei to go on ahead and surrender ring them bells and take his queen off into the sunset right but jamie couldn't get up there they closed the doors to the castle so jamie was just like well let me try another way let me go on this back way to see if i can get in and who? <laughs> And who meets him in the back? <laughs> You're on Greyjoy. Like, nigga, where you come from? Like, now I got to fight you too? <laughs> that was kind of a weird... No, it needed to happen. You know what? He needed to die. And he needed to die the way that he did. Like, off in a gutter alley, nobody caring about you, just maniacal. He he died like how, like, the Joker should die. He was pretty much like the... Jo- no. Ramsey was crazier, but he was kind of maniacal, but really, really smart, too. Yeah, Euron Greyjoy. I forgot all about that part. I forgot that man was in this show. Completely forgot about him. Walking down memory lane. That's what Game of Thrones will do to you. That's exactly what it'll do to you. She sat there, and I'm just like, oh, Lord, he's not going to get to Cersei in time. Them bells ain't going to ring. Danny's going to go crazy, and then somebody going to have to kill her. Now, we didn't already seen Oh, let's talk about. Let's talk about the other thing. While we're waiting on the bells to see if they're going to ring or not, because all of a sudden, John and Grey Worm, they come across the Lannister army and they just standing in the alley. But the Lannister army looking at them like, oh, shit, we didn't seen a dragon. We ain't never seen a dragon before. You know what? We don't want that smoke. Pun intended. Uh, What y'all going to do? You can literally see people like, like looking around them like, so y'all going to surrender? or nah and John like oh shit I ain't gonna fight no more <laughs> come on y'all surrender Grey Worm just waiting on a reason he waiting on a reason he's like y'all the M.S. that took my boot thing he was waiting on a reason but he wasn't gonna do nothing without John Now, he wasn't gonna do nothing without John or Danny definitely not Danny if Danny told him to do anything he was gonna do it so Danny's sitting there she perched up at the thing on the dragon just waiting Waiting and you can see her face just grow more and more. This bitch ain't gonna surrender. I'ma have to kill 'em all. Like you see her going crazy. And you see Tyrion getting nervous, and I'm just like, oh Lord, somebody ring the bells. Jesus ring the bells. Then all of a sudden, we hear the bells ring. Ding dong ding dong ding dong ding dong. Tyrion got this look of like, oh, thank you, Jesus. John is like, oh, okay, they surrender. Then even the man that's right in front of John's like, oh, we surrender? Good, good. They throw down all of their swords. John relaxed, his shoulders start unclenching. But Danny like, oh, no, 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 no. They all must die. Let them all eat cake, right? So she, when I say she had her like crazy moment, like old girl just was like to hell with them damn bells. Everybody getting lit up the deck. She just went left, right, center. When I say women, children, old people, elderly people, people in a wheelchair, people on crutches, people with a cane, people with a walker. Everybody got got that day. (laughs) Literally, everybody got got. And I was just like, oh, Danny, you got to go, honey. You got to go. Now, let's think back about Cersei. Cersei's just sitting in that tower, right? And the closer and the, all the fire that she sees coming from the dragon. Ooh, I got a, a just a, a, a tickle in my spirit when I saw her get more nervous and more it's just evil to the end. Like Jamie said, she is a hateful woman. Yeah, she is. That child is hateful. She literally told them. She said, open the gates. Let the peasants and the poor people and the children and the elderly and the women in. Let all of them be in the courtyard. So, if she wants to come up here in the Red King and come get Queen B, A-K-A-M-E, she's going to have to kill all of them first. <laughs> like, that's just, like, what's the word I can use? Maniacal? That's just demonic. That's just evil. That's Listen, the the Night, the Ice, I was about to call him the Ice King. The Night King, he ain't got nothing on Cersei Lannister, yet to catch, right? All right, so here's the thing. Cersei's up there and when I say this thing is evil just evil right you just see her the closer Daenerys is getting you just see her getting more and more nervous and she just like well this will hold the walls will hold they'll hold him back he like uh nah bitch uh she already killed them and uh her dragon already knocked them people over uh but what about the scorpions yeah she burnt up all the scorpions too so we ain't got no way to kill the dragon Okay, well the Red Keeper's gonna stand. The Red Keeper's never falling. Yeah, well, they inside the Red Keep. So like it was just one thing after another to the point where you see her literally just crying. She's shaking and crying. Oh, I got a, a healthy just a roll of just gladness and happiness and joy in my spirit to see Cersei Lannister just peeing herself with nervous energy. Oh yes, I loved every single second of it so then now here's the thing now this now keep in mind uh, I think I really messed myself up with that I really I did I messed myself up with that super side note so I decided to watch every single episode I waited so like I watched every episode of the final season yesterday I didn't watch it every single Sunday and then lead up to the final episode yesterday I watched one through six yesterday now I thought thought. <laughs> I was being smarter than y'all cuz I figured, yeah, I'm not going to be like the rest of these fools out here. I'm not going to just watch an episode every Sunday and then wait on pins and needles and eee! and bated breath trying to figure out what's going to happen to the next episode. I'm just going to watch them back to back to back. I'm going to binge them like it's Netflix. So I'm just going to wait. I waited now. I felt like I was smarter. Because I didn't have to wait to find out what the answer was going to be. I knew exactly what the answer was going to be. Here's the double-edged sword to that. It sounded great in theory. In reality, it was horrible because emotionally, I was just drained. Y'all had time to recover. Y'all had a whole seven days in between every episode to recover from what you saw last week. I did not. It was just bam. Uh, shit, who died in the first one? could have been somebody important. I don't even remember what happened in the first one. What happened in the first episode? They walked through the wall. They at Winterfell. The people at Winterfell mad because they done brought Danny back and dragons and the people in the north don't know what's happened. They seen black people on a horse. Who that there on that mare? <laughs> That's all I can think of. I was looking at Grey Worm and Mimi on the horses. They was looking down, the people's looking at them. I said, they ain't never seen black people on a horse before. That's the real shit though. Them people ain't never seen black people before. They didn't see blue people before. They ain't never seen black people before. That is hilarious. Anywho, I'm trying to remember what happened in the first one. I can't. We found out Yara was alive and Theon came to get her. I literally can't remember. Then episode two that was when Arya was knock, knock, knocking the boots. Listen, my favorite quote from the second episode was, uh, yeah, I'm not the red woman, so you can go ahead and take your own pants off, bruh. <laughs> that man said, will you please marry me? I can't. I literally can't. Arya Stark is a G. Arya Stark is everything. Yes, Lord. The episode three. Oh, so episode one was very much like okay, typical Game of Thrones episode. There was some high moments, some low moments. It kept me intrigued. You know, there was something happening. You know, episode two was very much like all right, this is a slow episode. It's very much like the first episode. It felt like they were just tying loose ends, and I was just like, yo, we only got six episodes to do this. So unless every episode is like eight hours long, like y'all gonna have to pick this up. Episode three, oh, oh, I was an emotional wreck. Oh, it was like the Battle of the Bastards all over again. I was up, pacing, going back and forth and back and forth. Yo, when Arya dropped (laughs) that. Yes, 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 yes. Literally every single episode after episode three, I was on pins and needles. So that was my side note about that. I I was not smart. I should have just... I should have watched them with a week to recover. You know what? I should have watched them every day. I should have watched one episode every day this week and then with the final episode. That would have gave me enough time. At least like 12 to 14 hours or something to recover between every episode. And I had something to look forward to every single night instead of that. Oh, oh, I was a mess last night. Oh, a mess. Anywho. So they focus on Cersei, right? So let's let's take the side of the fact that she's nervous. She's crying, everything like that. They focus on her face. When they focused on her face, I noticed and it, it, sometimes when when things linger like cinematography wise, when the camera lingers somewhere, they want you to notice something. Right. When they were lingering on her face, her eyes were gleaming green, like bright green, like in your face green. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. So remember when before Melisandre went right at the battle of I when they were trapped in the room. Melisandre looks at Arya. Arya's all nervous and scared and she says "Uh uh-uh I told you remember I told you you was gonna close many eyes she's like yep you told me that yep some browns some blue and some green now keep this in mind Arya then killed a lot of people I ain't never I don't know about y'all I ain't never paid attention up until that point who she didn't kill I mean she I mean she killed Walter Frey first of all savage and epic but I was literally thinking like She told her brown, blue, and green. Then after she killed the Night King and saved the entire universe, keep that in mind, Arya saved the universe. Jon saved the realm, go you. Arya saved the motherfucking universe. Let's just pause there. So Arya saved the universe by killing the Night King. The Night King's eyes are what? Blue. So I'm like, (gasps) so the green eyes, they must be Cersei. Why are they focused so much on her face? Why are they letting me know? Make sure you notice her eyes are green. Her eyes are green. Uh, and where is Arya at this moment in the story? Why on her way to the castle to kill who? Cersei Lannister. Who has what color eyes? Green girl. I felt like I had solved the riddle of the sphinx at that moment. Like what's the, wh- who, listen, who killed John Bennet? I felt like I had solved that. I was like, oh, I know exactly what's going to happen. Arya gonna run up in here she gonna kill Cersei Lannister Jamie probably gonna see her he gonna kill her I, listen I just knew it was gonna be this epic battle of all the Starks and the Lannisters just killing everybody and then somebody was just gonna end up on the Iron Throne that's what I was expecting in my head that did not happen that did not happen that did not happen first of all Can we talk about how anticlimactic it was for Cersei? Like, remember, yo, I'm going way back with this. Okay. It's on Netflix now too. So side note, just shameless plug. If you were a fan of Final Destination, I love like, I don't know. I just love those movies. I love those and Saw for whatever reason. But like, if you love Final Destination, before these last two, they were trash. The very first Final Destination, right? Remember, if you if you ever watch Final Destination, like the point of going to see it just like Saw was to figure out Ooh, what is Jigsaw going to concoct today? What crazy puzzle are they going to have to solve to try to save themselves? What gore is there going to be? That was how Final Destination was before Saw came out. Like Final Destination was how is death going to kill these people and take them to death? There was always some weird creative way that was just a random just all these random things that you wouldn't ever notice in real life. But it's like, oh my God, you died horrifically. And I I could have done the exact same thing. That's how Final Destination was. You had this whole movie of like these crazy ways that people died in the shower, strangling on the clothing line. Uh, I'm trying to think of how everybody died. The sign in Paris, like all these, the the train tracks and the, the lone piece of metal, like all these crazy things that come together. And then the main character of that movie, when the sequel came out, and you'd be like, well, what happened to Alex? What happened to the main guy? Oh, he got hit by a brick in the head. <laughs> like, no creativity at all. Like, he just got hit by a brick? Like, that's it? That's it? We we're not going to talk about it no more? Okay. That was what happened with Cersei Lannister. Like, this entire show, she's one of the rare people that have lasted from the very first episode. Oh, no, she didn't last in the last episode. W- whatever. Second to last. She's been a huge thing, right? Like, Cersei was probably more horrible than the Night King. Like, legit. Cersei was more evil than the Night King. Like, the Night King was just, he was undead. He was, like, the walking undead anyway. He was like, just make them all dead. Like, she was just evil. She was like, I don't care about nothing and nobody but me. Not even mine. Just me. Just, literally just me. And my kids. Maybe. Sort of. I guess maybe anyway, but this person he was done the most despicable things like baby girl, I'm not even going to talk about all the things that she did, you know, you watched the show, you know, Cersei was horrible. I, I needed for somebody to like stab her or I wanted to just watch her strangle to death and I wanted her to look somebody in the eyes. Baby girl just got hit by some bricks. <laughs> I was so mad. I was so mad. Oh, I was so mad about that. Hugging your boot thing. I mean, terrified because you knew you about to die. It ain't no way to get around this. you you about to kick rocks, and Danny's the one that did this to you. you. You're about to die. Like, there's somebody out there more savage than you. You lost, baby. You lost the Game of Thrones. But good play. Good game. Good game. Just hit by a fallen brick. Oh. Anyway, so I had to rewrite it going into the last episode. So Danny goes crazy. So I I understand why what happened happened. She had to go. Like this is somebody who's been built up this entire show. You watched her go from like this scared little meek. I don't know. I go to the help water to take a bath. I don't want to get married today. Like you you see her go from that to like this you know, Daenerys Targaryen, first of her name, born under a storm, queen of dragons, breaker of chains, the queen of marine like you hear all of that stuff, right? You you see her built up to this where she goes somewhere and people follow her. She does something right and people follow her. She makes good decisions, all this other stuff. And then just over the last four episodes or whatever, just slowly unraveling, becoming like a true target. She is becoming her father's daughter, man. That is a Targaryen, like he said. Whenever a Targaryen is born, the gods flip a coin. They came up tails up with her ass. That girl been hiding that crazy. Good. Cars that yo, yo, Mimi getting her head chopped off. That did it. That did it. So Danny went crazy. John had to kill her. Just think about that whole speech, right? That speech that Tyrion gives to John, and up until that point, you hear John arguing with him, like, "Well, why does she do this?" Well, them people was after her. They were trying to kill her. They took what was rightfully hers. You tell me, what would you do? Would you do anything different? Like, he was defending her. Not just was, I mean, this was a good woman. He believed in her. He believed in everything she was riding for. She was riding for the same things that he was riding for. She saved his life on multiple occasions. And on top of that, the poo-poo, I guess, was good. Oh, that's his auntie, though. (laughs) That's his auntie. He's in love with this woman. And on top of that, I mean, technically, that's your auntie. So he's defending her to the edge of death. And Tyrion says, you saw what she did out there. We told her she went to Slaver's Bay. She freed all them people and we applauded her. So she was doing good. So she kept on. Then she went to Marine and she freed them people and she crucified. This time she crucified the masters and we applauded her. Because they were bad people and she was good, then she went here and killed these people and we applauded her, and you hear all of this and you like, oh shit, so she just thinks that she's doing good. You hear this speech that 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 Daenerys is giving and it sounds like some Hitler, Saddam Hussein propaganda stuff. Like when you look back in in the catacombs of history and you just like y'all thinking that's why germany's in time out right now and they gonna stay there hashtag john oliver you know what they did <laughs> but you listen to the speech that she gave she's getting all these people riled up we're gonna liberate these people we're gonna go here and liberate these people we're gonna go here and we're gonna we're gonna liberate the world and i'm just like oh she went really crazy like, John is starting to see it, and he's looking at Terry, and he's like, well, what should I do? He's like, you choose. And then I think the thing that really hit home with him was, that you didn't hurt, your sisters, ain't they ain't really feeling no girl. Something about her ain't quite right, right? Do you think that they going to bend the knee? And if they don't, what you think is going to happen? She burnt up babies, yeah? Right? <laughs> She was just killing everybody out there. She wasn't killing soldiers. She was killing them. Everything moving. Dracarys, nigga. Like, what you going to do? He went out there. He went up. He listened to her talk. And then he went to the throne room. Now, if you remember, remember back to season, I think it was one or two or whatever. I think maybe it was two. This is after Aquaman is dead. This is after, after Khal Drogo is dead. Remember when she went to? Oh, was it was it when she first went to Marine? No, it was that other city I think. And she got trapped in that pyramid or something, and she was having that dream, whatever it was. And you saw her walk up to the Iron Throne, and it was snowing outside. So that scene it mirrors that kind of like prophecy dream, whatever that was happening, right? Down to the point where she touches the Iron Throne, but she never sits on it. Right. Everything was there. There was more openness. There was snow coming in. The Iron Throne is just sitting there and it's just her and all that metal. And she's walking up to it. So just think about that. Right. Oh, Oh. I just thought of something. Oh, my God. This literally just hit me. Think about in that same, literally that same prophecy or whatever, dream, whatever, premonition, whatever it was. Remember she went and she was holding the baby. And she was with, at that time, the love of her life, which is called Droko. Blood of my blood, moon of my moon, son of my son, right? And now look how it ended. Same thing. You're in the throne room, the actual throne room. There's the actual iron throne. And you have your child dragon there and you have now the love of your life. Jon Snow. Oh, my God. A.K.A. your (laughs) nephew. Sorry. Sorry. I had to ruin it. But that whole scene there, he's talking to her. He's listening to her. And it's like he wants to believe her. He wants to walk down that path. He, He wants her to be good so he so he can feel good about. Her staying in power, her sitting on that throne. And he asked her, what are you going to do? We're going to do good. We're going to break the wheel, break the wheel with me, lover. And you can see him kind of like breaking down. And then he asked her, well, well, what about those people who think that maybe another way is the right way? What about those people that think that maybe there's a, a different way to be good? And she says, they don't get to choose. Same words that he used about his sisters to Tyrion, right? They don't get to choose. Him hearing those words sounds completely different. At that moment, like you see him make that decision, like, oh, you got to go. Yeah, baby, you got to go. Kisses her, oh, kisses her with every piece of his soul. He said, you will always be my queen. But you got to go. Got to go. Knife to the heart. Bang. Bang. Down she goes. That whole, like, I literally like, oh, I think I was laying. At this point, I was, like, sitting up in the bed. I like couldn't lay down. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I jumped up at this point. Again, I have no idea what my, my downstairs neighbors are thinking. They're probably thinking I'm crazy. But they know. They were probably watching Game of Thrones, too. They just don't have a money underneath them. I had to roll in it. I literally just jumped up like an, <gasps> you were the one that did it now so we talked about the whole version with Arya right now this is what I was thinking too at this point I was like oh I done figured it out I know exactly what's gonna happen this is what my theory was gonna happen I knew that Drogon was gonna figure it out like <gasps> my mama dead what happened to my mama my brother dead my sister dead now my mama died. When he came up and he was looking around like, where my boo at? Where my mama at? And he was trying to like push her like, wake up. Wake up. And she wasn't waking up. And then he looked at John and was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> like, he literally had that look at John like, Is you ready to meet your maker? The seven gods? The old and the new? Is you ready to meet all of them? The mother, the stranger and the Drogon, baby, I'm about to send you straight to him. Federal Express. No signature needed. John prepared himself. He looked back at Drogon. He was like, well, if this is what I got to do to protect the world, I'm Ned Stark's son. Sort of. <laughs> I'll do it. He sat there and braced himself for it. Now, in my head, in, in the five seconds that this scene took, this is what I knew was going to happen. I knew that Drogon was going to hear the words Dracarys in his head and light him up. But that's a Targaryen, right? So this is what I thought was going to happen. I was like, ooh, that, Tar- that Targaryen blood about to just eke up out of him. Because he done, at this point, he didn't roll a dragon. The dragons didn't mind him touching them or none of that, right? So I was like, <gasps> what if he got the same powers like... What's the name? Or like the Night King. Ooh! I just thought of something else. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so, I'm so, so sorry. Okay, back to this one. What if he was like Daenerys? So remember every time Daenerys walk into fire, doesn't do anything for her. It burns off them clothes. All that cotton is gone. But she just be there and be fine. I thought that Drogon was going to light up Jon. Jon was going to be standing there naked as, as the day he was born. would to God be all the glory. Let us just, ooh. I just felt like that needed an explosion. Oh, oh, yes. The, the, he was going to be there in all of his glory. And even Drogon was going to be like, you are the true king. You are ice and you are fire. You are stock of Winterfell and Targaryen. You are everything. You are the song of ice and fire. I thought George R. R. Martin was going to start talking in narrative from the heavens. And then John was going to walk over butt ass naked and sit on the throne. And that was going to be it. That's what I thought was going to happen at that very moment. Yeah, that, that <laughs> did not happen. It did not happen that way. It, it did not happen that way not at all um what instead happened was Drogon looked at him like um you motherfucker and Jon looked like well for the realm and Drogon was like I'm mad at you <sighs> but you know what that motherfucking throne." That throne has been our downfall from the beginning. I've been trying to tell her, just, just just, leave it be. Just leave it be. But she wouldn't leave it be. And now the throne has caused her to be dead. The throne has got to go. It's got to go. So Drogon lights the throne up. Dracarys, the Iron Throne that everybody been fighting over, no longer exists. <laughs> Gone. Melted into oblivion. And I was just like, "Well, there's that." <laughs> so that made sense. Them opening credits made sense. First of all, love the opening credits. That literally, at the beginning of every single episode this season, it was different opening credits. Like the when they had the battle at Winterfell. Before they had the battle at Winterfell, Winterfell was completely fine. Then when they walked through the opening credits, Winterfell's all broken up and all messed up. And then King's Landing is fine. And then after Daenerys rains fire from the heavens, (laughs) King's Landing is all messed up and the Red Keep is all broken up. And if you notice at the very end of the opening credits, they show the throne room and the Iron Throne. And until that point, they always had the Lannister seal, which is the lion, right? They always had the lion right above the throne after Cersei died so the very last episode episode six there was nothing above the throne so if you didn't notice that now you will you wasn't paying attention we told you to pay attention to everything in Game of Thrones pay attention so just I don't know just that little piece but then I, I don't know I was like okay well Arya's is not gonna kill her because Jon just killed her she must not have green eyes I was looking at that oh I was oh I was looking at that eye color I just knew, okay, well, if it wasn't Cersei, then it must be Danny. I <laughs> just knew it. Especially because she rode off on that white horse. What was the point of that? Just to have Arya ride off on a white horse? Because it seems so symbolic. I was like, Is she going to ride in on her white horse and save the day? I don't get it. I didn't get it. I don't know. Maybe there was something. <laughs> no, no, it's probably nothing. I just feel like everything has has symbols and meanings in game of thrones like it it seems too obvious not to be a symbol the only thing i can think of is the white horse is the same kind of white horse that daenerys first rides on when she got married to aquaman Let let me stop calling him that khal drogo when she first got married to khal drogo or sold to khal drogo he gave her that white that all white horse that looked like her it looked like that kind of horse Is maybe that the reason why she wrote it out? I don't know. I just, I felt like symbolically, it felt like it should mean something. I don't know. Anyway, the Iron Throne is gone. And that was like, the screen went black. And it was like six months later or something like that. Tyrion is preparing for his trial, I guess. And he goes in the middle of the stadium and he's talking to all the lords and ladies or whatever of the new land that exists now. So you see the prince from Dorne. First of all, who is that? Because all the Dorne people that we know dead. Who is that? What happened to the lady? That's what... I guess she dead. Well, She's definitely dead because the Red Keep is gone. She was in the basement. That was the first to go. She... Okay, the Dorne lady, I guess... There wasn't no need for that. And Yara was back. First of all, Yara just disappeared. Like, Theon rescued you. And then Theon showed up at Winterfell. And it was like, where's Yara at? Oh... She went back home. Like, at this point, your uncle was still alive and in power. So, like, she went home for what? To, like, start a one-woman revolution? (laughs) Okay. And she just showed up at the end, like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm here. If y'all forgot about me. But, Danny, hashtag Danny forever. Remember Danny. Girl, she killed the whole city. Like, let that go. Let that go. You see, all of these people, side note, super-duper side note. I just found this out, like, 10 minutes before recording. Apparently... They didn't learn their lesson from the last time they shot Game of Thrones, and there was apparently a Starbucks coffee, cup coffee, cup of coffee in Winterfell. Yeah, if you look, I don't know if they've probably edited it out by now, but if you look at the very last episode, there is a water bottle behind Sam Tarly's leg. And then it moves to like behind Sir Bravos, no Davos, behind Sir Davos. So I guess they got thirsty filming in the desert. And they was like, oh, let me let me quench my parch." Yeah, but that 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 rain water whatever the bottle that was that don't exist in westeros my baby we're gonna have to make me y'all gonna have to do better literally a water bottle a plastic water bottle just behind their leg just chilling there they didn't care they was just like shit let this let this end <laughs> we tired we tired of being out here in the desert and in ireland with nothing around us and yelling at about dragons that we can't see and and fairies that don't exist and ravens that ain't really flying like we we done with this like they just got super duper lazy anyway at that moment you see all these people first of all the the little boy from the veil um is it me or is he not can he not get it (laughs) i I was looking at him like oh oh well he well you grew up first of all is you still a nutbag because you was like completely underdeveloped and cray but he seemed like he got it together now he got his homeboy with him i guess that's his guardian or something i don't know from the Vale. what is his name is it robin is that his name i mean he was literally sucking on his mama's titty he had to have been like nine years old still drinking breast milk in public in public he grew up but look milk does a body good okay shut up man anyway you see all these people as heads of state Tarley's Tarly's up there. All the Stark kids are up there, and everything. Tyrion starts talking, and Grey Woman's like, "Shut up! You don't get to talk. <laughs> you done enough talking, right?" Side note: When they talk about John, mm-mm, John gonna die. He killed our queen. Now let, let's let's talk about that, right? I'm so tired of these damn Stark kids. God damn, John. So he snitch, He had to snitch on himself. Why ain't you just tell him, look, Danny went crazy. The motherfucker, she gone. First of all, the dragon took the body and left. Ain't no proof in this world. Ain't no DNA evidence. Ain't no forensics. Ain't none of that. If you tell them people her and the dragon left, they melted. The, by the way, they melted the throne on their way out. Ain't no body. <laughs> Drogon ain't coming back. Drogon ain't gonna snitch on you. Like, don't nobody know that she dead but you. So the fact that they know that John killed Danny, John had to have told him. They don't know nothing about what happened. Nobody was up there but him, Danny, and the damn dragon. And the dragon took Danny and flew off into the sunset. God damn, Ed Stark's son. Got to be honest, Abe, to the very, very end. Then snitched on himself, Second of all. <laughs> he done told Tyrion, you're not allowed to talk. You done, done enough talking. First of all, who idea was it to completely change how they decide on the king? Tyrion went on like a 20-minute speech after that. So, great Run, what was your purpose? You told the motherfucker he couldn't talk. He done talked all around you. He done changed how they decide on the king. Side note, remember when Sam stood up and, like, tried to, like, sneak democracy in? He was like, what if we let the people decide? If the people say... <laughs> they want this person to rule maybe that person should rule they looked at him like boy shut the fuck up (laughs) i was laughing because i was thinking that's probably why we got the electoral college somebody probably said that about america like i bet you thomas jefferson was like yo why don't we let everybody vote ben franklin was like (laughs) sit down (laughs) I mean. Anyway, <laughs> they tell Sam to sit down so they decide okay so we're gonna kill all of that if you if you just so happen to be born in this family you get to be the king like kill all of that we need to decide we are the lords and the ladies of the world of the realm let us decide who gonna be the ruler of the realm right literally that was all his idea Tyrion says that and then they asked Tyrion, well, who you think should should be the king? And <laughs> I don't even know his name. He's been locked up since the Red Wedding. Oh boy, they uncle. He come out, he's like, uh, the du, well, I uh I'd like to throw my name out there. <laughs> yeah. Um I'm smart. Um, I'm cute, I'm tall. <laughs> Lily Sansa looked at him like, sit down, uncle. The big boys are talking. Sit the fuck down. <laughs> he look at his niece who got to be, Sansa got to be 20 years, his junior, right? Literally 20 years younger than him. He was like, all right, then. All right, I'll sit down. I'll right, shut up, then. Like, <laughs> Sansa, Sansa don't want none of that shit. She don't want to hear none of that. Then Tyrion's is like, well, no, I think that it should be. And I was like, he going to say John. He going to say John. He going to say John. Brand. Huh? (laughs) (laughs) Bran. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who should the king of Westeros be? Bran the Broken. First of all, like it felt like three whole seasons without even seeing bran and breakfast oh sue oh this is a super side note so apparently somebody one of my co-workers or something told me this they watched an interview with sophie turner who plays sansa on the show right where sophie is like she hated filming scenes with i have no idea what his real name is i feel like it's isaiah or is isaac something like that the guy that pl- the boy that plays bran she said she hated doing scenes with him Because normally he wears glasses and he wouldn't, I guess he didn't like contacts or he wouldn't wear them or he would forget them, something like that. Uh, But because of filming, I mean, there's no glasses in Westeros, right? So he just had to film everything with no glasses on. So like he literally just can't see, (laughs) can't see. So she's like, whenever we would do scenes, if he's looking and like, because I knew what to look for. Then I started noticing last night, every time I was watching the episode. But she's like, I would do this scene with him. I can't remember what scene that was when they first see each other back in Winterfell. And they have that long conversation. That whole dialogue scene, she was like, he was looking at me, but he wasn't looking at me. She's like, it felt like he was looking into my spirit, into my soul. And it gave me the chills, that whole scene. So she's like, I had the heebie-jeebies all while we were doing the filming. So what you see is like, Sansa with this icy kind of, she's like, that was real. Because I felt like he was looking right into my soul. She said, so when we cut, I asked him about it, like, oh, my God, like, you really got into character. And he was like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I had no idea where to look. I I, I can't see without my glasses. <laughs> I felt like I just needed an explosion right there. <laughs> so literally, every time that the camera looked at Bran and Bran was looking somewhere, I was really focusing on that little boy. Like, where is you looking? If you notice, I feel like. Cinema, like film wise, where the character should look to make it look good in the shot, he never quite looked in that direction. Like it always looked like he was looking right to the right of where he should have been looking as the actor. And now I know he couldn't see. He couldn't see his mark. He couldn't see his mark. (laughs) I'm I'm so sorry. (laughs) He said, who should be the ruler of the, the protector of the realm? Brown, the broken. Again, I felt like I needed an explosion. And he said, because he doesn't want to rule. First thing out signs of mouth is, uh, brand crippled. <laughs> it can't even work. First of all, like he can't do nothing. Brandon did everything to that point in the mind brand can do everything in his mind right he doesn't need his legs to do anything but i was looking at Sansa like you hate her <laughs> if he say he would be a good king, like what does it matter to you like you ain't care nothing about being king he was like that's the reason why she's like he doesn't even want to be king i was like is you trying to be queen like what's happening here like why is you hating on brand and he was like, that's the reason why he should be king. He don't even want it. So you know he going to rule justly. One, he's a Stark. Like, he go into this long speech about it. And then everybody's like, okay, okay, okay. He looks at Bran and says, Bran, what do you say about being the king? He said, ha, what you think I can't down here for? I was waiting on you. I literally couldn't. I was like... <laughs> Brand the Broken and think about the fact that the wall, Winterfell was created by Brand the Builder <laughs> and the thing that breaks the wheel is Brand the Broken <laughs> I mean when you think about it it had to be Bran because the Iron Throne is gone so whoever's going to be king has got to come with his own chair <laughs> oh Bran. I saw that in some tweet or something like that. Bran. I just got it until now. Bran. Out of everybody. Bran. Who literally ain't really did much of nothing. Like think about at the Battle of Winterfell. Bran just sat there by the tree like well I guess I'll wait till the Night King shows up. Even This is why I thought Bran was the Night King. I thought something was going to happen at the Battle of Winterfell. I'm trying to think. So, like, why he's—I can't remember what they're called—the magical tree or whatever, right? So, when Bran is sitting out there by the tree, waiting on the Night King to show up, with Theon that's guarding him, right? (laughs) Theon's like, "Well, I don't know." He's like, "Well, I'll be right back." Boom! Do the do the three-eyed raven thing. I was trying to figure out, like, what's the purpose of that, like. Okay, you turn into a bird to figure out where the Night King was? Like, you knowing that didn't do anything. Like, what was the whole purpose of that scene? I not get it. Was it just like to have a weird, the Night King can see me? Did he just want the Night King to see him? So he knew where to come? Oh, maybe that's what it was. Oh, maybe I did figure it out. Y'all figure, listen, y'all drop me a line. Tell me, is that what it was? I don't know. Anyway, Bran. Oh, Bran is the king. Bran is the king. And guess who we made Hand of the King? Uh, didn't even have to think that hard, did you? Tyrion Lannister. So here's my thing. He told him, said, like, uh, I don't want to be Hand of the King. He said, well, I don't want to be king. So come on. Technically, I mean, when you really think about it, especially how like the, the final scene kind of plays out, you could argue that Tyrion really is the king. Like he has the mind for it and all sorts of stuff. Oh, I just got it. Cripples, bastards, and broken things. Remember when he said that to Jon in like the very first episode, first first season, definitely, when they first came to Winterfell, and he told him about that. He's like, something about cripples, bastards, and broken things. And just think about it. Cripple bastard and a broken thing. That's what changed the whole world. Jon killed Danny. Tyrion convinced him to do it, and now Bran is the new king. Triple bastard and a broken thing. Aw, and they call Bran, Bran the broken. That's terrible, by the way. That's how you're going to go down in history. Brand the broken. <laughs> <That's> horrible. Anyway. <laughs> Anywho, Bran is king. Tyrion Lannister is the hand of the king. But again, in that final scene, Bran walks into the... Well, Bran is wheeled into the room by Podrick. I guess that's his official duty now. Just take Bran wherever he wants to go. So, Podrick is like the official handmaiden handmaid to the king I don't know what what the right word would be I don't know like valet there we go valet to the king and then you have Samuel Tarly as like the official grand maester. then you have Bran of Tarth as the head of the king's guard and then you have why is why is he master of coin why why <laughs> why I guess they gave I don't know I don't know why he's master of coin, whatever. And then uh, Ser Davos is master of ships. All, everything except Ron being the master of coin makes perfect, perfect sense to me. But literally, Bran comes in. He says, hey, anybody heard from Drogon? Nope, hadn't heard from him in months. Okay, well, I'll go try to find him. Y'all figure out everything else. And he just walks out of the room and they talk about like actual stuff. Like, okay, what are we going to do about rebuilding? Okay, we need money to rebuild. All right, we need some food to feed everybody. All right, can you figure out what if the pig's going to come in the stock this season? Like, all this real stuff, right? And I'm just like, well, Tyrion's the one making the final decisions. Well, he is the king. Legit, he is the king. Tyrion Tyrion is the king. Bran is like the poster child, but Tyrion is the king. Anyway, then they sh- cut to, to him. So here's my thing. The whole thing about John has to go back he has to have the black and go back to the wall in my head I was like um okay because Greyjoy and the Dothraki would be mad if they want to kill him because he killed Danny okay they don't want to kill him they want to set him completely free so we have to find a happy medium go to the wall okay so it feels like banishment I guess He's going back to the place he was so excited to go the first time. He really is a North man. He didn't want to be king, none of that stuff. He's probably going to go back there anyway, to be honest with you. Now he's being told that he has to go there. Whatever. My thing is this. If Grey Worm or whatever, if they were scared of the Unsullied and the Dothraki like uprising, if they were staying there, if they were standing around, that makes sense. Because they were trying to give them the reach. Okay, which is I think where Highgarden is. I think that's where Highgarden is. Uh, they were trying to give them the reach okay but at the same time they get on a boat and they go to NAF side note super duper side note of course all my Game of Thrones fans y'all know that there's 50 million different stories that could be told with this right damn this is 52 minutes I've been talking for an hour and this is part two y'all I'm so sorry but it was a lot to cover the whole episode was like three out no it was like an hour and a half well whatever I talked for an hour and a half. Anyway. (laughs) <laughs> remember before Mimi died right she told Grey Worm I come from the islands we already know she comes from Essos an island in Essos or somewhere in that realm okay I come from an island the summer isles and my people are very peaceful so peaceful to the point where we can't defend ourselves which is why I got stolen and I became a slave now at the end of that episode Grey Worm and them leave and they go to Nath isn't Nath the place, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't Nath the place that they described as the place where the, place where the people are so peaceful? Because he remember Grey Wong told her, he was like, I'm going to go there and protect, we're going to go there and protect you. We'll make sure. Because She was like, oh, I would love to take you to the islands. We don't even know how to protect ourselves. And he said, we'll protect you. we will protect you. Right? So he leaves and he says, I'm going to Nath. I bet you he's going where his boo thing is from. Now here's my thing. I thought that was the place that was described as this mythical place where the people are so peaceful. They don't even harm bugs there. Like they won't even step on an ant or anything there. They're that peaceful. They're so peaceful. In fact, they don't fight at all. So if anybody comes, they're just sitting ducks. But there's butterflies on this place and the butterflies are poisonous and the butterflies will kill any outsiders. That's the reason why this place has has been able to last all this time. I figured, I was like, well, is that the place that she's talking about? That has to be the place. And he's going there? They are going to kill him. I don't know. I don't know. Just, just tell me if I'm right about that. Anyway, back to the main, back to the main theory. If Grey Worm and them were leaving and going to Nath, what the fuck is the difference if John goes to the wall or not? Like, just tell him. Okay, we're going to send him to the wall. They gone? All right, come on, John. Come on, be the king. I don't get it I legit did not understand that at all but you know what I think maybe John just wanted to go and that was maybe like more of a reason to drive the story in that direction Because let I me mean, legit it didn't make no sense how would how would a Dothraki and the, the unsully gonna know if John was there or not they were literally leaving to go on the other side of the world they gonna call him they gonna text him they, they going he gonna post on his Twitter they gonna figure out you wasn't in Wester? no no, ain't nobody gonna figure that out. Right. So they send my John back to the wall. But when I think about it, John technically is dead. I just felt like I need an explosion there. John technically is dead. He don't want to be keen. like he wants to be free. He just wants to live and be out there and just. With his dog wolf, whatever dire dog wolf, whatever, he just wants to just be. And I think him going to the wall is like his way to just be. I don't have to be king. I don't have to worry about nobody else's shit. I've been worried about everybody else's shit. Always, my whole life. I don't want to have to worry about nobody else. I just want to be me. I think that's why he went to the wall. And Arya. G Arya says no nope, I'm going west to Westeros what is Westeros nobody knows but I'm about to figure it out but you could tell that whole to oh, all that could be something completely different that could be a whole story by itself whatever happens to Arya when she leaves oh she's got a ship with a wolf on the front of it. yes Arya oh I want to see her just slice off people's faces and just be be savage like I know she can be then there's Sansa Sansa told Bran, "Um, I'm sorry, baby, Uh, but we're going to be by ourselves up in the north. So he was like, all right, all right, that's home. Home want to be home? Let home be home. So there's not seven realms anymore. There's only six realms. Winterfell is literally its own kingdom. The north is its own country, ruled by Sansa Stark. When she sat down on that throne, I was like, yes, yes, queen. So Bran became king and Sansa became queen. That's crazy. That was a good ending for her. She always wanted to be queen. Now you get to be queen of your home. And it's funny because she came full circle. She always wanted to leave home. But then once she left, she only wanted to come back. And then she wanted the North to be completely by itself. I don't want us to ever have to deal with any tomfoolery. The North is just going to be the North. Y'all do whatever y'all want to do down here. But we're going to do what's good for us up here. We're going to serve the old guys. Not this new shit that y'all do. Not these seven people. Hell with that. We're going to look at these trees. That's what we're going to do around here. Now she's by herself. The other start. Slash snow. Slash sand. Slash Targaryen. He's going to the wall. And he went to the wall. Saw his old friends. And what in the hell. Did he only pet Ghost this time? Why in the shit didn't he pet Ghost after the Battle of Winterfell? He looked at Ghost and was like, all right, so you going to take him? You going to take He can go with y'all? All right, he ain't going to like it down south. He, ain't, he don't want that shit. You keep him. One-a-year bastard, you can keep his ass. He finally went up to Ghost. I was like, thank you, Jesus. Please get that dog, wolf, dire wolf, all the love and everything that he deserves. That wolf took it like everything else took it. He was in the Battle of Winterfell like he had on armor, swords, uh, magic, dragons. Like he had it all himself. Lost a whole ear. You better hug that damn uh, wolf. <gasps> Only two wolves exist now. Ghost and Lymeria, a.k.a. Arya's dog. And just think about it. Last time she saw Lymeria, Lymeria saw her. Looked at her and was like, nope, I'm going out here to explore and left. That's exactly what Arya did. Arya went home. She saw home. Did some battling and then left. Killed some people she needed to kill. Saved the entire universe. And then just dipped out. Deuces. (laughs) And John. I don't know if he's, I guess he's the Lord Commander. So technically he's the nine hundred ninety eighth lord commander and the 1000th commander but it seemed like he kind of left so i'm wondering did he just escort the wildlings back into the forest or did he join the wildlings like is he now a wildling is he now like to hell with all his kingdom stuff i'm just i'm dead i'm just going out here and live my life i loved two women wait yep, yeah, two women i loved two women i loved I can't remember the girl's name. The wildling girl. A girl that he actually married in real life. I loved her. And I would have married tar- uh, a Targaryen, my auntie. <laughs> that I had to just shank to save the realm. Let me just go on here, out here and just live with this dog and these people. Just being free. There's no more White Walkers in the entire universe. So it's just exploration and the children of the forest. And they don't want no smoke. They just want to be left alone oh you can follow any of the Stark kids and do a whole epilogue series about what happens to them after they leave a whole spinoff series about that I know everybody was talking about the ending was very anticlimactic I was expect. I was I, I literally have carved out 10 different endings in my head There were going to be these huge giant battles I did not think